Okay, just one moment. Hey, everybody. Okay, bye. Hey, Jason. Jason. you guys. How's it bye. going? We got a new guy here. Who's our new guy? It says the three amigos. Let's everybody go around the table and introduce ourselves to the new guy. Yeah. It's it's tell him one of your hobbies. Is so we actually had your mic muted, Trevor. I can think we, we can, can hear you because you talk so blasted go, loud. But... Can we go back to that? No. Okay. okay. So my microphone is on now. We have a shot. Yeah. So but it wasn't have, before. Are we really, it wasn't. Are we really like reintroducing ourselves? No. Since the off season. I met. Knock on wood. The off season is almost over. <laughs> it's at least three weeks away from being over. No, just... <laughs> Yeah. Minimum. Yeah, we'll see. Not minimum. Uh, it, anyways. And with us today is Jake. Simons. hey I thought it was Simone. Because it's French. He's going to leave now because Simmons? he made that joke. And I you get Simmons him. a lot? I get Simmons a lot. Simmons? Yeah, that's mm. fine. It's two M's. Speak English. Apparently people don't know that. My whole life. My I think whole they life. call Russell Simmons Russell Simons. They must. Probably not, because he's famous. No, um, they probably said because they're two M's, so it's clearly much longer. Anyways, Jake's Just here. like me, because they're two M's. Because <laughs> you're much longer? <laughs> okay, anyways. Uh, I'm glad you got the application. Off to, off to a good start. Um, glad we got that in. Did we say Real Salt Lake podcast? Welcome to Off the Crossbar, uh, <laughs> a much longer Real Salt Lake podcast. I'm Jason, and Matt's too busy laughing to talk. And Trevor's here, and Jake. Hi. You can find him on Twitter at... I'm just here amusing S-L-T-I-D underscore Jake. That's me. Salted. Salted. Salted Jake. Not Simmons Jake. Salted Jake. I had some salted licorice the other day. How was it? It was the worst thing I've ever had. You eat a lot of bad food, too, so... I know. It was just awful. I wanted to vomit. I didn't actually want to vomit, because then... The team, maybe. What team? No, I'm just kidding. The club. Salted Licorice FC. It, they're Swiss. It's got a nice ring to it. They play with Grasshopper. Nice. Speaking of... That's a team name. They play in the Wankdorf Stadium. I could not make that up if I tried. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah. I believe it. All of us are going to have to dress nicer if Jake's going to be here every week. I know. I, it's good, like, I'm sorry. I have a cricket somewhere. <laughs> someone someone put on a tweed jacket really quick. <laughs> One, two, Matt's got a, three. a blazer going. I just have, I, it was cold in my office. Oh, an office. cold day. See, You just buy clothes off the mannequin. You mm-hmm. just go Those of us that off. work for the man and aren't the man, you don't have offices. Whatever, I was a, I'm, I'm in a cubicle in an office. That's even worse. Yeah. So, <laughs> me too. Anyways, yeah. what were we talking about? I don't know. Well, we do have an interview we can just toss it to. Yeah. Because we're really good at tossing. That was a good intro into that interview, too. We just kind of went with it. Yeah. So, we interviewed Matt Gashk. Yay. Hello. He's great, the new great director name. of media stuff. He, he does PR and media for the team. Is coming, it PR or is it just media? Uh, it's a little bit both, yeah. I think. Oh, okay. If you're working for the Director team doing media, media it's kind of PR. Yeah, maybe. That's <laughs> he, just well, if you listen to the interview, he actually tells us his title. Weird. So, we yeah. paid attention. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we did an interview? No, <laughs> wait a minute. So we'll toss it out to that. Uh, you'll hear some rigging and some great noise, uh, including there was my chair. technical difficulty. Yeah, technical difficulty there with my two. chair. That sounds really strange. Uh, and then we'll be back and we'll talk about some other stuff. I don't know what, because... I wrote also, stuff there's down, a but bit of cares? breaking news in the interview. 
there's a new podcast competition oh, coming yeah. to town. Coming yeah. to town, yeah. So we'll we'll break down the uh, what that means for Off the Crossbar Ray All Salt Lake podcast. This could be our last show. This interview. Probably not. It might be if we forget to do others. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Anyways, if we just get lazy. We'll be back. Okay. This is Matt. Matt, it's Jake. What's happening, man? How are you, buddy? Doing all right. How are you? I'm good. How's uh How's the weather in Tucson? Uh, today was actually pretty awful. But, that, uh, I saw. I but saw the picture. That's me like, being, you know, spoiled for the last two weeks. And, dude, you're you've been in Seattle forever. You should be used to it. I uh, know. I completely was. It just caught me by surprise, and I was running around in shorts, and I was like. Weibel was looking at me like, you know how to dress for this. Like, what do you? What's your problem? Well, the real question is, what were you doing running around on a bum ankle? Oh, I wasn't actually running. I just meant that, you know, figuratively speaking. Okay. <laughs> hey, so uh, thanks for doing this. Yeah, of course. Uh, we've got uh, another Matt. Hey. Okay. And Jason and Trevor here. Hey. Killer. Uh, uh-huh. Figured we'd just shoot you a couple of questions if that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you want to explain who you are and what you do for Real Salt Lake? Sure, I can, I can do that. <laughs> do you know? Do you, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I know, but like for for those who don't. Oh, yeah. Like right now, you want me to do that? Yeah, real quick. We're, we're going, dude. This is, this is, we're doing it live. <laughs> we're doing it live. All right, killer. Uh, well, I'm, I uh, grew up in Seattle. My name is Matt Gashk. Uh, grew up in the Seattle area, a tiny town called Gig Harbor, and uh, went to Westminster College and then went back and, and lived in Seattle after I finished that and worked for the Sounders for six years, and, and uh, now I'm down here, and I'm, I'm doing uh, I'm the Director of Media Services with Real Salt Lake, which means uh, just about everything you see on the website is has my fingerprints on it somehow, some way. And... Uh, you know, between that and and some of the video content and and starting up a podcast of our own next week, so get excited about that. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of different things and, and uh, you know a lot of things to be excited about for 2015. That's awesome. Uh, so I, right out of the right out of the gate. Um, <laughs> wow. Sorry, my, uh, it's not worth it, Matt. My chairs. Um. So. I'm going to ask a question that I don't know if you can even answer, but so far, what's okay. the biggest difference between working for uh, Real Salt Lake versus working for Seattle? Um, altitude. <laughs> uh, there's a lot. And, and really, I'm in, I'm, in, uh, I'm in a much different role here. So um, just in terms of, of my own responsibilities, it's nice to, uh, you know, in all honesty, is be working with someone like Trey who's got so much experience in this league and, um, uh, you know, is, is so well regarded, I think, uh, throughout the league. And, and you know, there's not a question I have that he doesn't have a, a legitimate answer for. So, uh, you know, to be able to learn from him, I think is a great opportunity. And, um, you know, working with, uh, working with Salt Lake, it's funny, uh, cause looking around at, at these camps here in Tucson, there's two or three players or four or five with, with every team here that I know pretty well. 
and coming into Salt Lake in uh, in October, there were guys that I thought I knew well, but nobody on this team had a clue who I was, uh, which was different for me. I've been with Seattle and doing um, their their video content and some radio stuff and um, and writing, and I'd been around that team, traveling with them everywhere they go for six seasons and. People, I, I kind of got to know some guys around the league pretty well, and and for as many times as we played against Real Salt Lake, and and for my own connections to the city and everything, and um, and really kind of my, uh, you know, they were the team that I liked the most in the league outside of uh, of the one that I was working for at the time, and uh, you know, for as for as many of those connections as there were there wasn't a single guy on the team who knew who I was, which was kind of refreshing in some ways, but, but then you're starting from scratch, which was new for me and, and uh, really kind of felt like, um, you know, the new kid on the block and, you know, freshman and you know, <laughs> the rookie, the, you know, it was, it was a bizarre feeling, but you know, one that it's given me an opportunity to uh, kind of create my own persona, I guess, with these guys, which has been a lot of fun. Okay, I've got a question. Can All right. you give us the official Real Salt Lake stamp of approval for Off the Crossbar, a Real Salt Lake podcast? Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, you, do I need to, like, is there, like, a script I can read or something? Or, or do you want me to just say, <laughs> you know? We'll have some documents you can sign. <laughs> oh, perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I've, I've got a special pen that, uh, you know, that I trust really well, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll sign anything with that, you know? <laughs> I'm down. We appreciate it. Uh, so, in your opinion, Matt, how's uh, how's camp going so far? For me, it's been fantastic. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working out. I, I, I get a little uh, trail running in. I'm sure that's not what at all what you meant. But Ro- uh, rolls his ankle on a hike. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, things happen. Uh, things happen. Is that when is you that wake up at five thirty in the morning and, and go trekking up on the side of a mountain with Dunny, you know things happen. Things happen, and, especially and I, when, when you've been out till what two thirty the night before with with the enemy. Maybe <laughs> was that the night before? Yeah, I guess it probably was. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That, sometimes those things happen. Yeah. Um, camp's actually gone really well. Uh, you know, you've you've heard a lot of the conversation about the. Um, experimentation with new formations and and seeing how the the team's been able to utilize a lot of its strengths a lot more and um you know it's going to be really fun to see that kind of unveiled you know officially on on March 7th and 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 the opportunity to see that out on the field and how uh how the players interact and 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 really the one that's stood out the most to me is how uh Javier Morales and DeMar Phillips interact which you don't typically maybe um, view that central midfielder left back relationship as something that's that's going to be vital for a team, but the the way they play together, the way they kind of um, play off of each other is is really electric and and something that's been exciting to watch kind of develop over over the weeks of preseason. Um, and the other big one for me is Sebastian Jaime because we saw glimpses of a pretty special player last year. And to see him kind of come out of his shell a little bit, get a little more comfortable with his teammates, a little more comfortable with the way the league plays, um, you see that that he's going to be an exciting player to watch as well. 
I mean, he scored a bicycle kick today, didn't he? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, granted, that, you know, many different players can do that, but you know, once you get a guy that's that's got that kind of uh, that flair to do that on a reg, pretty regular basis, you see that coming from him so often. And uh, you know, the more you see that from him, the more you know you see that he's he's just got that creative flair and that and that. Um, kind of body awareness, I guess, for lack of a better term, that, that he knows how to, how to convert himself or, or contort himself and get the, you know, put the ball in the net. And, uh, you know, the more he is able to, to be on the field with guys like Sabo and Javi and, and, you know, whoever's on the other side, whether it's almost Garcia or Plata when he's healthy or, you know, Luke Mulholland when he's out there and Kyle. And, I mean, this team's got a lot of attacking options and, and uh, goals are going to come from a lot of different places, I think. That's all very exciting. But would you say that DeMar Phillips is better than any other Seattle Sa- or any Seattle Sounders left back in history? Are we talking about just the Sounders FC history? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm just really trying to bait you into saying something that makes everybody mad at you. I, you know, he's more, uh, he, yeah, I would say so. I mean, he's, um, he's an exciting player. I mean, this guy, this guy is, he's very, uh, uh, I would say comparable to what DeAndre Yedlin did up there in that he's not a conventional, uh, outside back in, in, in the sense of, um, you know, he says defense comes first and he's going to sit back and, and defend like Leo Gonzalez did up there and, and to a degree like Chris Winger did um, with Salt Lake. This guy's going to get a lot of goals and assists because um, he, he flies up the wing and he, and he gets into the box and gets himself into scoring positions. And when he's not scoring, he's drawing those defenders and he's going to create open space for, for Sabo and, and, and Garcia, whether it's Garcia, Jaime, whoever that's, uh, that's on that, on that far post. And, you know, it, it's different. And it's, uh, you know, he's a guy that he played on the wing a little bit in, uh, in Norway and has for the Jamaican national team as well. So uh, it, it's cool to see the position played in such a different way. Um, I don't know if there's a ton of guys in, even in MLS that play it the way he does. Maybe maybe like a Corey Ash to Marcus Beasley, those those type of guys that really kind of use their speed to get up that wing. He also has a really great Instagram. Like <laughs> that's the well, yeah, that's yeah yeah. It's it's awesome. certainly uh, it's certainly um, interesting. It's got character. Yes. Yeah. 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 He's uh he's definitely Jamaican, isn't he? Doing work. Okay, so I'm a. <laughs> On a slightly more serious note, uh, who is your favorite player to interview on the team, and how sad are you that it can't be Ned Grabovoy anymore? Yeah, well, Ned Ned was a great interview, but uh, um, so far I've had a lot of interaction with Kyle, and uh, a lot of that's just because of um, how uh, uh, commuting arrangements have been worked out. I, I rode with him a, a few times to and from practice, which has been uh, an experience. Um, and and you get to you get to hear his opinions on a lot of things. You get to hear him tell stories, national team camps, and and uh, old teams. And and he's one of those that kind of has a steel trap memory. And 
he remembers the 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 minute details of 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 games here and there and and that's been kind of fun to to experience that um i actually yesterday interviewed uh Thomas and Alave. really i want to say for the first time um outside of the uh the open house that we had at at uh at Rio Tinto my first kind of formal interview with him and uh you you guys you have met me i'm i'm a I'm a, a bigger guy yeah. right that's yeah. probably fair to say yeah pretty fair um, tall yeah it, yeah is a beast <laughs> and as an outsider watching him for the last 6 years um He's one of those that that's got an intimidating presence, and and even up until yesterday, I was really really reluctant to talk to him because he just has that kind of persona to him. And the whole conversation, I ended up talking to him for fifteen minutes for this interview. Was he's laughing? He's telling stories about his family. He's talking about you know how funny it is that people think he's intimidating when off the field he's he 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 feels like he couldn't be further from that that he's just this kind of nice guy and you know smiling and laughing and and then you shake his hand at the end and realize that his hand you know swallows yours and <laughs> you remember that oh yeah this guy's a monster were you intimidated but, uh, by but the he size was a fun interview calves. and it was cool he's uh he's uh I, I, I didn't know how much English he spoke before, you know, a few days ago. And, um, that's one thing that, that from what I understand has developed a lot while he was in New York was his, his, uh, English speaking abilities. And, um, I'm sure we'll see a lot more of his personality in the next year. Just, just, uh, just because he's going to be a little bit more available, um, to the more traditional, uh, media outlets. So that, that'll be fun. I think for a lot of the fans to see as well. Cool. Uh, Have any of the, just because here we like to talk about how we always have the same players every year, so whenever we get someone new, everyone gets unbelievably excited. Have any of the, like, draft picks or newer guys just particularly stood out to you in camp or besides DeMar? I mean, outside of DeMar, um, I've got to run through the list, and and Alave is not really a a new guy per se. How about, how about Lucas Baldini? You know, that's, that's a really good question. Uh, the rookies have all kind of played their roles pretty well. Um, I know he's not technically new because he was here late last year, but but I've been impressed with Sebastian Saucedo. Uh, he's been, uh, you know, he's he's a kid. He's he's 18 years old and and has every right to be intimidated by the atmosphere that he's in because there are a lot of, of uh, very well-regarded players on this team and veteran guys that have you know, established their spots here. And he's kind of shown that he's not intimidated by that. And he's, he's, he's going to go out and he's going to bring what he brings to the game. And, um, you know, not he, he's going to play his game and, and kind of um, – I want to say make the make his ten guys adapt to how he plays more than he's going to adapt to how they play, and I know that sounds selfish, and I, I don't mean it that way, but you know he's got a he's got some flair to him too, and when he gets 
when he gets a little more, I don't want to say comfortable, because he's really comfortable in his own skin, but I think when he gets a little more comfortable with his teammates and how everyone else plays, he's a guy that you're going to be watching for as well. Um, you know, you see Jordan Allen out here, and you realize why Jeff Kassar was so um, so able and free to put him into the first two games of the season last year, and, and just what they missed with him getting hurt, and because um, he's he's a special talent as well. You, you fearless, um, fast, everything that you want in a in a player that's going to play on the outside of the field like that. Whether it's um, you know on the wing or 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 as a as an outside back, and um, you know these young guys they're they're <laughs> they're good, they're talented, and they're and they're fearless. It's it's a lot of fun to watch these guys kind of come out of their shells over the last few weeks. Cool. That that makes us, I think, excited. I think that's fair to say. Um, yeah. But we probably don't want to take too much of your time. It's almost seven, and that's probably dinner time. And we'd like to know exactly what you're having for dinner. That's a great question. You know, I haven't decided yet. I've been kind of uh, holed up in my room and just writing and, and writing and Hoping that you know someone eventually is going to call me and say, "Hey, what are you doing?" I think I think at about eight we're going to go and um, you guys know Frog and Firkin right here, right around the corner, right? Is, is that the place we went to on Saturday? No, that's Gentle Bends, which is another kind of uh, uh, nice atmosphere. Okay, um, but I need you to go more, back uh, there and and talk to uh, talk to our waitress for me. Maybe get her phone number. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'll, just, I'll just see what I, 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 I think you'll understand why. I probably can't remember which one she was. Uh, yes. Um. Uh, ask, uh, ask Andy. Andy, Andy will know. <clears throat> okay. All right. <laughs> I, I, yeah. If I see him, I'll ask. <laughs> we'll get it all squared away. I appreciate it. Are there any other compromising right, questions we can ask you? What's that? Are there any other compromising questions we can ask you before we let you go? Oh, absolutely, man. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I've only been here six months. I can just claim uh, naivety, and you know, I didn't know I couldn't answer that. That's that's always something you want to hear from your PR guy, right? Yeah. Hey, uh, tell know. me everything that you know about the CBA. Ready, set, go. Um, I, I know that I can't talk about it. Dang How about that? <laughs> Because <laughs> I value my uh, my not not only do I value my job, but I value uh, the uh, bank account of our owner. There you go. So I'll I'll go ahead and stay silent on that one. Okay. Well, you can't can't blame me for trying. It could probably take a take a hit, right? <laughs> well, you know what? There's a, a there's a lot of people that two hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars they'd notice if it wasn't in their bank account. Um, he's not one of those. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt. Well, thank you very much for your time, buddy. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Yeah, see you. Bye. Bye. In the silence of the morning, like a little baby's cry, in the silence of the morning, but it's still out of us. More racism. So we're back. Hey! That was a really great interview. Thank you. Well, I'm, I'm glad we had... I really enjoyed Trevor's questions. I thought my questions were very pointed. They were. Um, mine were not. Mine, direction. mine were very selfish. Especially that last one. Yeah. 
about how you want to engage in relations with your waitress. I'm sure waitresses love that. I so I have this rule that I never ask a waitress for her phone number. Ever. But you'll let other people. But do I'll it let for other you. people do it for me. One hundred. One hundred percent of the time. I should adopt that rule. Uh, where the team's staying right now is five hundred feet from the like the road that goes into the University of Arizona campus and it's just is bars. Is Arizona or Arizona State? Arizona. Nice. Yeah, and it's just bars. And that there's like, there's awesome. a frat house on that street. That's amazing. So we went over there for dinner and the way... Over to the, the frat house? Over, uh, no. I was, I'm scared of frat houses. Bad, <laughs> bad things happen there. Yeah. And with that, with like that uh, cardigan, right. you'd probably fit in, right? Probably. It's a nice, it's a nice cardigan. cardigan. I like mm-hmm. it. I like it. It's warm. This jacket's warm too. It came from the thrift store. <laughs> it looks doesn't look like it. So it okay. has all the buttons. On to the stuff we're gonna talk about. Well, yeah, were we gonna talk about anything? I think yeah. We have a couple we things to, to talk about. We have to hurry. You have a date. That's true. Happy uh, birthday. It's Matt's birthday. Everyone. Happy birthday, Matt. Yeah. Thankfully, by the time you listen to this, it's no longer my birthday. So yeah. So people will stop saying happy birthday? Yeah, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. But thank you for the birthday wishes, Everyone. Jason. Oh, me. Okay. And not Trevor, because I don't think he wished me happy birthday. I texted you earlier I was going today. to? He has tweet deck now. He's busy. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to uh, post a, a picture of you and say happy birthday. Everybody wish this handsome devil a happy birthday. But then I was like, nah. So I didn't. Ah. <laughs> well, that's then I was like, oh. inspired. <laughs> I guess it's the thought that counts, but I'm not sure if the thought that counts is the wanting to do it or the meh. Regardless, let's talk it's, about it's the Desert the Diamond thought. Cup. Don't, don't worry about Desert the Diamond meh Cup. Dun, 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 dun. We're undefeated. That's true. We might win a trophy. That's possible. We might get second. That's, po- <laughs> that's possible too. Um, <laughs> we played matches against New England Revolution. Yeah. Former MLS Cup runners up. Yeah. And that other former, team... Former, 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 former MLS Cup runners-up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that other team... If you look up MLS runners-up squared, MLS Cup runners-up squared, it's the revolution at this point. Because they've done it so many times. Anyways. Huh. FC Tucson. Yep. And the Cactus Pricks. That's a really great... You know, the best thing game. was hearing Trey on the, po- on the uh, broadcast. Say that as many times as he possibly can. Well, and just how, like, enunciated the P was... The pricks. <laughs> uh, they were all wearing shirts that said "I'm a prick," and I just I needed one, but they weren't selling any. That's that's it's a that? shame. I'll shame. make you one. That's why you're a home homie. Yeah. So. So. Jake went. No, no, no one else did. Trevor went to Houston, Texas, and McAllen, Texas, which is a garbage town, but. You're a garbage damn. Houston's not bad. Oh, that's that's good. McAllen's got its charms. I just have never found any of them <laughs> when I was there. Do it I does have a, a good pancake house. Oh. See? Fascinating. So, Jake, hmm. <laughs> tell us about the Diamond Cup. Uh, it was great. Um, Between your yeah, swiping so We're talking about the team and not, not the recreational activities. The recreational activities were that's good. That's a different podcast. Um, no, it was good. Off uh, the crossbar after dark. After yeah. dark. <laughs> Unedited. <laughs> Um, we don't edit. That's too much work. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Uh, really, really well put together tournament. Um, kind of interesting where they had us playing uh, on, the pra- the on the field, on right? the second field. Yeah, um, not a really big grandstand. Um, 
packed everybody quite tightly together. It's because MLS is against us, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, we played our first two games there. Because we're a small market. Small market. Uh, apparently the... Uh, it is weird that the hosting team didn't play on the In the stadium. stadium. Yeah. Yeah. So the streaming capabilities from that field are worse than in the stadium. There's like no Wi-Fi. Yeah, it no looked like VHS. Yeah. So apparently Wednesday night or tomorrow night, it's going to be better. But um, Oh, good. I'm excited. Yeah. Game was good. Uh, really interesting first half. I felt like the first uh, 15, 20 minutes were really disjointed. Yeah. Um, things kind of came together towards the end of the half, but... There were opportunities. Just uh, we can't. We got to finish a damn sitter, right? I mean, seems seems like you, when you're four feet away from goal, you should be able to put that away. But Sabrio did. Sabrio did twice. Yes. Just took just took a minute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually thought the reserve team, second unit, whatever you want to call it, yeah. guys came in the second half, uh, played incredibly well. Huh. Uh. I agree with what Matt said uh, oh. about Bofo. Oh. Other Matt. Sorry. Nobody Gashk. I should say Gashk. Oh. Um, I, I thought Bofo did an incredible job. I was confused why he came out in the second half. Yeah. I, I mean... Probably just if, a fitness thing. Yeah, I wanted to get Velasco on. And you want to evaluate Welshman a little more yeah. before you decide, like, are we going to mm. sign him to a contract? Are we going to put him on Real Monarchs? Which he, which he has. Did. Yeah. It was interesting. Um, that, yeah. would, that would be my speculative. Wolfman's got thought. potential. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was a top draft pick. It's a good yeah, and, and we got Velasco look, uh, so that was that and, was good. Too. And he looked good. Yeah. But I, I would agree. Saucedo was actually really good that first game. Hmm. Just didn't get a lot of time the second game. Yeah. So. Uh, I also thought uh, Fito Ovalle was, was really good. Yeah. Um, it was fun to see them. Uh, I actually missed the first game. I know I'm an idiot, um, but it was fun Why to watch. Why did you miss the first game? What? Why did you miss the first I, game? I was being a dad with my kid. Oh, I know. That's cute. Um, we have a. Oh wait, Trevor's Trevor's a dad, dad too. too. I was yeah. gonna say we have a dad on the podcast for the first time, but <laughs> I sometimes forget Trevor's here. For about the fortieth time. Yeah. <laughs> Tweet deck. Tweet deck. <laughs> no, overall good. Um, I'll be really interested interested to see tomorrow night's game. Yeah. Um, the legendary sporting Kansas City. Legendary. Who... We have a really good history with them in preseason matches too. Great. Yeah. You like how the teams are like people are trying to build that up like it's not already a rivalry. Yeah. yeah. Like we hate these guys. I saw this site RSL Soapbox tweet a headline that said something about new rivalry. Yeah, something like that. That's gonna, gonna be a bunch of bull crap. That's gonna be them being in the Western Conference this year because Colorado are irrelevant, and I'm not yeah. just saying that as like an anti-Colorado thing. But they're completely irrelevant. Yeah. Now I do think there's like they a new element to the rivalry. Who? In conference, Kansas City. Yes, one hundred percent. In yeah. conference, that rivalry is different. Yeah. It's, it's not just. It's once going a year. from like a, like a sometimes rivalry or like we hate them because you know they because we're beat us. Them. Yeah. But now we get to hate them twenty four seven. So well, and it goes back to that preseason fight with uh, what's his face. Roger. Yeah, Roger Espinoza. Well, last four, year, Wigan no, Legends, four, like four years, years ago, ago, three years, years ago. Yeah. There was a fight Wigan. last year too, wasn't there? Uh, oh, like a fight, but there well, was not with Espinoza. But Espinoza is the one that started the original. Fight. Okay. Yeah, it was like a bench clearing brawl. Mm-hmm. Okay, fantastic. It was great stuff. And did we win anything that season? <laughs> no, <laughs> sadly no. Oh, the memories. It's cool because it's kind of like an organic rivalry too. As yeah. cliche as that is to say, instead of it being like 
The Rocky Mountain Cup brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and MLS. <laughs> you know, it's like a rivalry that happened from yeah. shit that happened on the field. Unlike the North London Derby brought to you by... Tottenham Hotspur and the team from down south. Oh, I was going to say brought to you by some company. Harrington's. Harrington's. There we go. That's a company, right? Emirates. Yeah. <laughs> Fly Emirates. That was my best British accent, by the way. Yeah. I hope you guys are pleased. Nailed it. Yeah. Brought to you by the condos at Highbury. Unlike... You and the waitress. Did not. Yeah. Did not. <laughs> Swung and missed. I'm just kidding. I didn't, I didn't take a swing. Sorry, Dunny. I've heard Dunny definitely listens to shit. Dunny's, so Dunny's advice to me on several occasions has been, just swing. And I never... I never <laughs> you miss every shot swing. you don't take. Yeah, I never swing. Well, I mean, you don't hit, hit the crossbar if you don't swing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's... that's nope. So... <laughs> What were we talking about? I don't know. Desert Time. Desert Time Cup. Uh, yeah. Did you guys watch the Seattle-Kansas City match at all? Nope. Nope. I think I was doing something else, but did I... Did you stay and watch it? Yeah, we stuck around uh, for the first half. The first half was insane. Uh, really chippy. Kansas mm. City got up really, really fast. I do like chips. Ooh, a chippy um, match with Kansas City. And shocking, right? <laughs> uh, I have never seen... Uh, a player get as mad. I don't know who it was. A Seattle player stomped on a Kansas City player's Achilles as he got past him. Oh, cool. And, and it was like fire. There, I really thought that he and Dom Dwyer were going to go get into some fisticuffs. Well, I wish someone would punch Dom Dwyer in the face. Yeah. And then you could steal his wife? No, I don't care. I don't think... I don't think it would get. I forgot who we got married to, but it was Sydney, somebody. Right? Sydney, Sydney, Sydney Larue. Larue. Oh yeah, no, you care about his wife. Are <laughs> we gonna t- should we take like bets on how long that'll last, or is that tacky? Is that <laughs> I think it's tacky. Too, we should let it dissolve organically. Are we going over uh, like eighteen months as the over under, or? I don't know. I mean, she's friends with. Uh... Is she gonna go by Dwyer now? Uh, I don't know. I don't no, think so. Larue is such. She, a she wore a jersey. Yeah, Dwyer for like, for like their pictures when they. Oh, that would be a great hyphenated name, Larue Dwyer. It sounds very French. Well, she's yeah. Canadian, so... Oh. Counts. Canadian-American. Yeah. Yeah. Although, that's Canadian, isn't it? No? No, no one's gonna bite? Nope. Alright, well, let's move on. <laughs> I didn't watch any of the uh, other de- Desert Diamond Cup matches besides our own. Uh, I will be there Saturday. I will report back with, hopefully, positive news about our involvement and how we won our first trophy under Jeff Kassar. Yay! Aside from the trophy we won for going undefeated for a long time last season. We got a trophy for that, right? And the Rocky Mountain Cup. <coughs> yeah, that's a trophy. It's not really a trophy. Or is that just a giant cup? It is. That people drink out of, and it's disgusting. We had it cleaned and fixed. Oh, that's yeah. We did, sweet. or I think Colorado did. Colorado did, and we had, we had to pay for it. We had to pay for a bunch of it. That's because it was not in great shape. <laughs> no, it was not in great shape. We beat, we beat the hell out of that thing. We didn't With have it for a long time. I would not be surprised. <laughs> I'm just looking to see if that picked up on the mic. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Uh, so that's kind of Desert Diamond Cup roundup. Should we, we get... What else would I talk about? We could talk about some Real Salt No like breaks. You have, you have a date. Let's just go All for right. it. No breaks. Okay. Uh, in our first news item... Elias Vasquez is official. Uh, I'm not sure if it's Elias or Elias. Jake, can you fill us in? Uh, it's going to be Elias. Would you tell Jeff Kassar to pronounce it properly? Uh, he will not. I'm just going to call Does it. Does he go by Enoch? Uh, seems like it, that being oh. his Twitter, Twitter handle. 
Now, yeah, I actually go by Gangbang Unicorn, so that makes sense. <laughs> Unicorn. Un- I, thought, un- I thought your first unicorn. name was Gangbang and your last name was Unicorn. But... No, it's actually Gangbang, and then my middle name is Yuna. Gangbang corn. It's, it's I don't like to use middle names. I feel yeah. cheesy. Uh, funny story. Hearing Jeff Xard try to pronounce Aquanu was the best thing about Media Day. No, yes. It was just fantastic. Okay. Can we tell the, the, the Pablo story? No, that's your story. Uh, it's up to you, Jake. Anyways. It's, it's, it's a good story, but... In case you're getting too excited and you think we'll, we'll like remember to tell it on another podcast, it's an awful story. So. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> Maybe if I get invited back around the time of a Rocky Co- uh, Rocky Mountain Cup match. Oh, yeah. We could we'll throw it out then. Jake's story special. Yeah. Okay. So, Elias Vasquez officially signed with Real Salt Lake. Uh, he'll join the squad pending the receipt of his P1 visa. Join the squad. Now. <laughs> now. That he's with. Yeah, yeah, and he, he's been one, once so. once actual work starts, obviously he couldn't do it. Now we'll see when that happens uh, before he has his P one visa. But I think you're allowed to train or something. I don't know. Uh, but you know, if it doesn't work out, then we've got a player just kind of sitting there. So that could be awkward. Yeah, you can't because and I learned this while I was researching for the Carlos Salcedo situation. For I thought we said we weren't going to say his name on the show. Sarlos Calcedo, uh, that you cannot, under FIFA guidelines or FIFA law, uh, sign a player to a conditional contract pending a visa, but you can sign them to a contract before they have the visa. It's yeah, like work permits in England. Yeah. yeah. You so can we'll sign see. them, and if they don't get their work permit, you loan them to like a team in Belgium for three years. And then hope they, they go away. Citizenship. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so he's official. Talented Guatemalan center back. He's looked really good. Yeah, played a, a very strong first match of the Desert Diamond Cup. Uh, I think we're all very excited to see him. His his age is deceiving. He's because 22. he has a lot of experience for his age. No. 25 caps with Guatemala. And yeah. obviously not the greatest team in CONCACAF. Yeah. That belongs to us, I think. But, I mean, he's probably, like, one of their best players. Yeah. And anytime you're one of your best players, regardless of what country you're from, it's yeah. saying something. I think, I think that's true. Yeah. I'm probably the greatest player from nope. Micronesia. Yeah, maybe. One of those tiny Micronesia islands. Yeah. I'm We're not actually like from there. that's not inhabited by anyone? Yeah. <laughs> Counts. I mean, maybe. It's between you and, like, the old Japanese soldier from World War II that still hasn't come down. Out of I love those who's stories. Still, who still thinks that those the war is always going. Those like, good shooting villagers. Yeah. Those are good He's stories. got a mean left foot, though. Yeah. Okay. Uh, second item of news business. We've seen some Real Monarchs players uh, at least tweet that they've signed with the club. And the club, now, like, confirmed it. Yeah. No, no, like, they haven't well, released, they retweeted like, it. But yeah, they haven't released, like, an official hold on, I have a press list. release. I didn't, well, I have to go to their Twitter. Oh, I have the list on rslsoapbox.com. Plug. That site sucks. It was down weird. earlier today, which was very distressing. <coughs> so they signed Emery Welshman. Emery Welshman, former Toronto FC hotshot, playing one match with them. Uh, two, if you count the Amway Canadian Championship. Uh, but no one likes Amway, especially people who sell it. And he's played for some other teams. Sigma, Sigma. FC. And Portland Timbers U23s. Oh, Sigma FC are a Canadian. lower division Canadian team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I tried Ontario, to find right? 
I tried to find some more information on them the other day. Yeah. There's not a lot. Well, they have gone out of business, so that's something. <laughs> Leg up on one of the NASLs. Do we know who this guy is? What's his name? That's Coco Navarro. Oh, okay. Coco Navarro, uh, he signed back in January. Mm-hmm. It was the first signing we got official word of. Uh, Any academy kids to sign? Coco's Coco Navarro. Coco's academy kid. Uh, none that we've seen. Uh, there's obviously a strong possibility for someone like Ricardo Velasco mm-hmm. uh, and a couple other players. Um, oh, I got the list on your RSL Soapbox website. We have Marvin Baumgartner. He's Swiss and El Salvadorian. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. He plays for the El Salvador U20s uh, and came to America looking for freedom or a Naturally. team to play with. <laughs> on, a, yeah. on a boat. <laughs> Let's see. Because the Swiss I hear are very restricted people. Yes. Um, <laughs> we also have Darian Copeland, he, a defender from the University of Alabama at Birmingham. I know basically zero about him. And the Ocala Stampede, played in Florida, probably good. Um, it's not usually a good like measuring stick. Uh, it is. Excuse me. <laughs> Speaking of measuring sticks. Riley McGovern, a right back from the University of New Mexico. Uh, I would wonder if he probably played as a freshman with Devin Sandoval, potentially. He might be good. I don't know. I'm just assuming all these guys are really good. Yeah, and... That might be... Mm, McEvern mm. came through the InfoSport Combine. Oh, uh, Tell me what the InfoSport Combine is, because I see it mentioned here a couple times. It's a combine put together by a company called InfoSport, and Jeff Gassart was a coach there this year. Uh, He also coached... You've Leon Brown, a forward. You've and said a lot of things that doesn't help me at all. <laughs> I know. My goal is to not help. One thing about Got it. about these guys that Kassar has seen, and it's like an underrated aspect of Kassar as a coach, is that guy knows youth players. Yeah. Like, that was his thing whenever he was an assistant under Grice. Kassar has a really good eye for, for youth players. So yeah. the guys that he's seen, and he's like, no, we need to sign these guys. That that says something. Yeah, um, here's hoping. I mean, right? That could be a reach. Big's typing an essay over here or something. I don't know what he's doing. Chilling. He's writing user stories. Yeah. No oh, god. He's submitting his resignation. I'm so done with writing user stories. He's submitting to, the to yeah. That's, to the I, mean. I don't blame him. Um, Coco Navarro, like you said, and Emery Welshman. Those are the only other two. Hooray! I'm really tell excited me, for Coco Navarro. Tell me about Coco. He played in the reserve match. Where Lalo Fernandez also played as a forward. Yeah, I remember that. Do you think that his mom is in love with the Coco? Oh! <laughs> I actually. Matt doesn't even get, get, the, get the reference. That's so awesome. I'm, I'm sure it's funny. I don't get it. Oh, you don't get it either? Oh, shit. No. This is happening. <laughs> so we're going to take a, a no, no, short. No, no, no. There's no break. No it's break. It's a really terrible rap song. No. Are we going to play it? Yep. Can't play a lot of it though, because you know, copyright. We'll be fine. This is. Coco is drugs, by the way. <laughs> I don't know when the What is this video? Why this are we watching this? This is the video this? of the song. I, I would like to hear some of the lyrics. Oh, it's slang for, uh. Powdered sugar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or confectionery sugar, I think it's also called. Confectioners. So hopefully... Confectioners are No, confectioners. <coughs> sugar. Anyways. Sugar. 
I'm just gonna play it for the rest of the show. Let's... <laughs> so does that mean we're ending now? No. <laughs> play us out. Uh, okay, other news. John Sturzer, the unluckiest man at Real Salt Lake, broke his now toe. The, now the Balchin's gone. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say now the no. Balchin's gone. <laughs> I think he might be more, unlu- more unlucky than Balchin. Who else has had a really random string of injuries to this to this degree? Sure no one had really. She yeah. had some rotten luck. Say, I mean, Olave comes to mind, but it's not really. Yeah, it's not really luck. It's unlucky. more it's just... he ran too fast and yeah. his body couldn't his keep body up. Couldn't... <laughs> he left. Wayne his... Rooney couldn't keep up either. Nope. And then he blew out his ACL. Yeah. Yeah. Sigh. Yeah. I was just curious. I, I mean. Yeah, I mean it's it's it sucks. Like, Pekka's out with a hip flexor injury or a quad injury or something, and now the other Beckerman replacement guy is out. Yeah, they said Pekka is a hip flexor, right? Yeah, and I'm, mm-hmm. we've got Vito at Real Salt Lake right now, and so like in the short term preseason, I'm not worried, but you know you never want to be in a situation where you're like you know. You don't have like two backups. Yeah, like that's it's insane. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, and just he kicked Tony Beltran's foot apparently and broke his toe. He like, must have kicked him really hard. He can come or back. Tony Beltran has really fast, strong though, right? feet. Yeah, I'm, I'm it was a minimum of four feet, weeks. Yeah. Oh yeah, four weeks, four be, to six, depending right. on what toe it was. That actually makes a difference. Yeah, your outside toes are worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, obviously, not something we're excited about but mm. has there been an update on the demar phillips knock he has a hamstring yeah he has a slight hamstring he has, I he has two <laughs> he has a slight groin cool. hey leave the man alone all right <laughs> actually i am i doubt that's the case but not that i'd know such things i think he's i mean he's just day-to-day isn't he yeah he was, pretty much with the he was he was fine they pulled him out as a as a like let's just be careful cautionary uh, he thing. uh he missed training today oh so a little more than just precautionary yeah maybe uh, it's just extra precautionary that's possible maybe jeff sorry just likes being careful well, you know who looked really good the other day who's that cole grossman in that match against chicago i wish i'd watched it he played for steinbeck he looked awesome yeah he looked like how you were like oh man cole like but Cole, he was kind of like that here, where sometimes he'd look really good, and then yeah. No, says, but so, man, so. he killed it against Chicago. Yeah, I mean he's playing for a spot now. He's not behind Kyle Beckerman, right? Yeah. yeah. I was really upset I missed that game. I really wanted to watch that one. So uh, that's that's all I have to add. <laughs> <laughs> your uh, your contributions are numerous today, Trevor. So that, those are our news items. Let's take a very quick break, and then we're not going to actually take a break. But I talking about now uh let's have a quick talk about the season that's coming up um and maybe how the cba might affect that i told you guys a great instagram i need to go follow demar phillips right now uh <laughs> i would highly suggest you do that yes a boy so what do we want to say about the season it's gonna start late hey, hey. hey. <laughs> 
we don't we don't know when it's going to start. Let's put it that way. We don't. Uh, there's every possibility it'll start on time, and there's every possibility that it won't start on time. Yeah, it'll start late. So you can't go wrong with math like that. <laughs> maybe yes, maybe no. Maybe a third state. Maybe we're in a primary system. That's don't what... don't use big words. What's like the goal primary for this short. season for the team? Win trophies. Uh, get out of the group stage in Concacaf. Like that. uh, yeah, that's actually a good one. That's much more meaningful than my response. So yeah. here's one: if we don't make the playoffs, but we get out of the group stage in Concacaf, yeah, is that a good season? No. Okay. I no. Think so. I, I, think, and then, I think you have to make the playoffs. Yeah, but yeah. look at how look at how much of an uphill we have in front of us with that compared to say like anyone in the Eastern Conference, right? Uh, maybe. We'll, I think some of the teams in the West are gonna be really bad, and no one's expecting it. Yeah. Uh, San Jose is gonna suck a lot. Okay. Colorado is probably gonna suck. Okay, but you still have a, a really, really top heavy conference. Sporting Kansas City is gonna take a huge dive too. That's my bold prediction. But they got Espinosa back, right? Yeah, but they can't score goals without Dwyer. I at all. I agree. I actually think Kansas City is gonna take a huge dive. I don't think Houston's gonna be as good as everyone's hyping them up to be either. I think Houston will be good after the summer. Yeah, when they get Kubo. When they get Kubo, Kubo's gonna score goals. He'll He's, come he'll, back with a broken leg. Oh please. He has a far better team in Houston than he ever had at Chivas. To, it, they are better than Chivas. Yeah. Little Chivas, yeah. That's yeah. true. But, I mean... Probably not what, better Houston? than Chivas. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, like, having yeah, a better team... I don't even think Kubo's their best signing, though. I think that that defender they signed from Espanol is going to end up being their best signing. Because um, it came from Europe, or...? Pretty sure Kubo's their best signing. Okay. Uh, that's I, actually... I, that's no, I, I mean, Jason makes a good point. Not just because he came from Europe. Oh, yeah, no. well, who, I want, who like, was justification here. Some MLS soccer guy, probably Matt Doyle, um, asked who had the better offseason as far as like... Houston probably had one of the best offseasons. Yeah, and he, he picked Chicago and Houston. Chicago? Really? Uh, Look at what it? they've done in their... Ro- they got rid of a lot of Deadwood. Addition, and they brought in a lot action. of... Did you guys watch that show? Was it any good? What Ooh, show? Good Chicago players? Fire? Because if Deadwood, you say Deadwood. Sean Maloney, I'm going to laugh right I, okay. in the face really loudly. They, it's about more Paul? about the players they got rid of Dang. and the players they kept. They kept a lot of good yeah. players, and they've just basically but reloaded. that coach is going to hold them back. I, that guy sucks. I don't disagree. He doesn't suck. That's harsh. That's really harsh. I kind of valid, though. Yeah, sucks is a strong terminology. But Houston, they were a pretty good team last year, and I think they only got better in the offseason. But also, Houston have a manager that's never coached in MLS before. Yeah, but yeah, he when, 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 when it comes down to it, oh, the fact is he's I coached totally a lot of pretty good teams. until you mentioned it. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, Houston's going to have a hard time. Yeah, they're going to have a hard time. Quest, I, I think, think if you gave that. that same roster to Dominic Kinnear, Houston would be terrifying. I would yeah. be scared oh, yeah. shitless of Houston I am... if Kinnear was coaching that roster. Yeah. But Coyle, I don't know, man. I think it still it comes down to with those guys good that, players, good coach, mm, eh. good coach. You can't say that he's been fired from every job he's ever had. He can't get a so job. have a lot of other coaches. But, but mm. Owen Coyle, yeah, but then they end up has, like David is, Moyes and Owen Coyle's mm. coaching in the U.S. because he can't get a job in England. Yeah, it's That's a true. new challenge. Come on, come yeah, on. no, it's a new challenge. <laughs> I wanted to come to a league where there's a salary cap and I can't sign the players that I want to. Yeah. I said no good coach. Either. I just I think he it's could un- be good. I think yeah, it's I mean, unfair to just write him off as not an MLS coach. We're not really a fair podcast. But true. That's it's not, solid point. I don't think it's necessarily valid to call him a good coach. Experienced. Fair. Yeah. 
Yes. He, he does have some experience. In the Premier League. But we've seen so many coaches come in and just struggle yeah. because they don't get MLS. Yeah. Uh, they should have signed Ray Hudson. And I, I think it's more, it's not about getting, like, the system. It's about having the right people <coughs> under you and around you that get the system. And usually they, those aren't the people bringing in, like, a you know, a big quote-unquote name. Well, and the other thing, too, is those teams that add a lot of players, sometimes it takes a year for everyone to gel. And Houston added a lot of players yeah. that are going to be, like, starters. And between the coach not having MLS experience and the players not having played together, they might be added. this. And they're playing in a new conference. They're not playing teams they're used to playing. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot. Of, and so since I'm saying all this, they'll probably win the West in the Supporter Shield or something. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay, what do we think about the teams that... Yeah, you know, we kind of know a little more about the LA Galaxies, the Seattle Sounders. The... I think the Galaxy are going to take a step back too. What about Portland? I don't know. They've gone. They've been kind of like quiet, the big right? mystery team. Portland, they, that's kind of what they've been the last couple of years. A great mystery. A lot of people think that they're going to do really good, and a lot of people think that they're going to do really terrible. And I think they Nat, end up doing Nat's kind a of huge signing get. for them. He's yeah. huge because that was their big struggle last year was they couldn't defend anything. Yeah, especially in the center. Yeah, but. Well, and but their, then they, they were players. streaky in scoring. They didn't have any consistency there, right? Oh, they well, signed and that's, that, that's partly because they brought a lot of new forwards yeah, last year. And, yeah. and now like, they've had them for a year, and I think they're yeah. going to be a lot more and dangerous some of their player, forward. But some of their player rotations were crazy. Like, yeah. Max Arruti is the best forward they have on their team. Yeah. And he couldn't get a game. Every yeah. time he got a game, he scored a goal, and then he wouldn't play for five games. Yeah. yeah. And, and so I think their problem is not their team. It's Caleb Porter, right? Yeah. Oh, I think that's... But he wanted Akron. I think everybody knows that. And he yeah. did really well for a year before people figured his system out. So why is... I guess the question is, why was Jason able to make... Because Jason and and he are compared quite often. Yeah. Right? Because they're both American. And they're both like a strong midfield, right? <laughs> it's a strong midfield system, right? But it, and, it's and interesting yeah, to me that Jason like was able to make young it Young Americans makes a big difference. Yeah. And like the, the prodigy of American coaching, right? Like, yeah. It's just interesting to me that, <coughs> that Porter's not able to really make it work with some of, still old, some ex RSL yeah. players, uh, where and the other thing with Portland is Johnson and Valeri are both hurt. Yeah, yeah. They, oh yeah, jeez, I mean, Valeri's out for like half the season, isn't he? Uh, like a two months, maybe two three months. Like May, right? Yeah. So like none of the uh, season. So like none of the season. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> just kidding. Hopefully. Oh. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. But Portland, I mean, Portland's other big thing is they upgraded at keeper. On paper, they upgraded at keeper a lot. They got rid of Ricketts and they brought in that. Uh, the He was playing in Norway or something? The, uh, the African guy. Ghanaian? African. Sure. Ghanaian? The guy from the continent Not of Africa. Ghanaian. <laughs> Ghanaian. Ghanaian. Ghanaian? Okay, yeah. Uh, well, they got they got younger. I haven't really seen a whole lot that says that he's actually a really fantastic keeper. Okay, so here's you know the question: How do so, we think New York City is going to do with that one guy who used to be here? Jason Christ? No, I don't, not him. I think they make the uh, some guy we have. They make the playoffs uh, super S- weak. Sebastian Velasquez, former Arsenal star. Really good year. Velasquez? I think he. I think he is 100% set up to to have a good year. Yeah, and it's yeah, set he's, up. He's it's playing. it's down to him. And it is down to him. 100. I mean, like and like personal things aside, that's that's whatever. You you grow out of those things, right? You uh, hope. But he's never shown on the pitch that he's consistent, right? 
Yeah. That's always been one of the knocks is that he's just not but he a consistent really had a player. Chance either. And he's not a great penalty taker. That's the other knock. I would say he was better under Jason Kreiss. Well, and Jason's only... and Jason's rigid structure within that team, right? I yep. think I think Sebastian needs a father figure that sounds so bad. He like, needs, he needs somebody to hold his hand, hold yeah. hold him accountable, and babysit him a little bit, and tell him yeah, to get his yeah. crap together, and come to practice, but and be a professional. He only right? had he only had one year with Kassar, and that was the year when he had the DWI, and he had his kid. Well, that's what I'm saying. So you can't but, just it's kind of. But I'm saying a cop out. To yeah, say he was bad under Kassar. That was his own fault. Oh, I was talking about his personal life. Oh. Well, you nailed it then. I mean, he didn't, he didn't play on the field mostly because of his personal life. Yeah, because I think Kassar wanted, wanted to give him a chance. Yes. Absolutely wanted yeah. to. I, I would agree with that. But judging from preseason, he seems to be maybe not like a lock for starting 11, but I'll be a lot closer to the starting 11 so than he weird if he's, I mean, he's not going to start ahead of Mix, right? No. What? Or Dougie Maybe Bia. alongside Mix? I but who's their other midfielders, Ned? And Davi Villa. Let's look at their roster. Yeah. He's, he's not a midfielder. He's a midfielder. No, but he could play. It depends on where they play him, right? If you play him, yeah. He, well, there's no way to play him as like. A, no, but I'm saying is it never mind. I'll shut up. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Price is kind of, let's say, stubborn. Uh, I don't think he wants to ever play. Oh, they have Tommy someone McNamara. out of what he sees as their best position. But he's coming yeah, off of not true. playing at no, all. Not ever, but you know, uh, oh, like he did play Richie. Chris Schuler at left back and. <laughs> But no, that's, there are a lot of guys yeah. on the roster whose names I don't know. But that's that's what I'm saying. Like he is not a lock for starting eleven, but he's gonna play more games in New York than he did for RSL for sure. I think. Hmm. I, th- I, will pro- I mean, yeah, we'll see. That's like, not hard. There's so many unknowns <laughs> for him. Uh, we miss Ned, but so we think New York's gonna do okay. They'll probably make the playoffs. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think from everything I've seen, Jason Christ is playing the same system. Yeah. Pretty like, much. there is not much variation. He doesn't have a Kyle Beckerman. Obviously, everyone's talking about that. Maybe you don't need quite that. But you need somebody <coughs> who like, has a very broad skill set to play the base of the diamond. And Andrew Jacobson is not Kyle Beckerman. No. Or not by a long shot. Close. And that's the guy that's going to play there. Unless he's going to play Ned there. And even Ned, though, Which was he, never He has great. historically. He was never great in that position. He was always better no, but further he forward. Was, he was... Serviceable. Yeah, well, and like in an MLS team against MLS competition, he did well enough. I'm you just looking I mean? forward to seeing Jason Christ fail. Let's <laughs> let's make no honest. bones about it. That's I'm looking well, forward. He to does that. have Medi Bellucci there. That's uh, true. He'll probably he's got his, him for somebody, right? He's got his ringer. Yeah. In Bellucci. Okay, I had to so Medi because he was giving Kyle too much pressure over that spot. <laughs> let's uh, let's. What do you think about Orlando? Yeah, Orlando. And then let's move to RSL. Kind of end it there. Orlando, I'm way more excited about. I think Orlando will have a chance to win the Supporter Shield. They've got that Brazilian dude. That's, I know that sounds that's, crazy. That's, that's a little bit but, too much of a hot take for me. But, but. Too much of a hot take. <laughs> I don't know, man. The East is going to suck. And Orlando, some of those guys, have, I mean, I know they've signed a lot of new players from MLS, but that they have a good core from the years before. Yeah. And he's a good, a good coach. And he's yeah. coached in the U.S. Yeah. Makes a difference. So, they're really good on paper, so they'll probably finish dead last. Yeah, so we uh, also like last, you know, one last thing. Uh, how do we think they'll end up? Like, how, RSL? Yeah, how do we think we'll play? Are you talking about just MLS? MLS. Yeah, yeah. We can talk about Champions League, and that's a, a whole other game that we'll worry about when we get there. I, I kind of feel like I'm worried about it now. That's exactly good. where we ended up last season. Losing five zero in the playoffs is our last game. No, no, no. no. Oh, I mean okay. standings. 
We were what we were third in the West. Mm-hmm. And I imagine fourth that's in the exactly where we're going to be again. Third would gonna, be awesome. Yeah, third would be bad. I, with, I think the same teams. I think our team is improved. I do like, too. I think outside of Borchers, I think Borchers Olave is probably kind of a wash. I think our dynamics and defense are probably a little better. I think we're deeper. Yeah, we're deeper. Much deeper. We have maybe fewer you disruptive influences in defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, <coughs> I think it's actually like setting up as a strong season. I think we could win the West. I mean, there's every possibility that we could, right? I, I struggle to say that just because we don't know exactly what kind of toll Champions League is going to take. Yeah. And we don't well, know how well we're going to do games. in the Open Cup. Last time we were in right. Champions, group, Champions League group play with like a, a pretty good squad... And not a hurt Javier Morales, we you know nearly won the whole thing. No, four games. And both academies. We played two games twice. <laughs> twice. MLS and Champions and Champions League. But then those huh. four games are also added I, to the second half of the season. They're not I like think, spread out throughout the season. I think that we could finish second in the West, and that wouldn't be too much of a stretch. Because I think that Seattle actually got better. Maybe. As scary yeah. as that might be, like they didn't lose anyone really. Yeah. And oh, Yedlin. They added well, but he didn't play for him for the summer. Yeah, I mean, which he was a lot hurt, of, but yeah, but and they, they added some young players. And I would agree. I think I think they, they Seattle take, Seattle's I the think like bigger. LA took a big step back. Donovan is huge. Yeah, that is a huge loss. Yeah, and Gerard's gonna be really good, but he's not coming until July. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he comes from playing a whole year in the Premier League. He's going to have to jump it in the middle of an MLS season. Uh, he, he's going to have that. Bruce is smart that, about that, right? Like, yeah. Of all the coaches. He's not going like, to throw him in. Yeah. But, but he's already, I mean, he's 34, and you only have him for a two-year contract. You have to get what you can out of him yeah. to a yeah. point. Yeah, but without killing him. Because if you kill him early, you can kill him after he's And gone. there's always that, like, adjustment period. Yeah. So... Anything else we should talk about? No, Who's going to be our breakout right. player? Everyone go. Sebastian Jaime? Damn it, you took mine. DeMar Phillips. Does Luis Gill count? Yeah. 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 Especially after his 2014. Yeah. yeah, I'd say Luis Gill. Jordan Allen. Okay. Send us your picks Wait. to at otcpodcast.com. Not really. We no. should start a website. It'll be awful. Hey, I know a guy who could help us with that. Is Matt. it me? Because I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> it be- it better be somebody else. Yeah. So, so did, did we have listener questions? Yeah, we had one, I think. Was it good? Oh, Jake had one. Yeah, our good friend Glenn. Oh, did he get me? Yeah, dude, really? he did. Uh, what <laughs> are what are uh, what are the odds of RSL making it out of the Concacaf group stage? Depends who we draw. Yeah, we have 100%. no idea. Uh, I don't know betting odds. One to two, two to one. Seven to eight. Two to one, probably. I think we have good chances with our group we don't know yet. I honestly, I think we have a good shot with the the way... Yeah, we've got a good team and it's set up (coughs) for it, but we don't know who will play. Yeah. Maybe we'll play... If we can avoid Mexican Mexican teams. teams. We're going to. Yeah. But it's... They've got eight groups and it's four American, four Mexican. They they split it up. Yeah, it's really weird, but... So we cannot be with the Mexican I'm okay with it. Yeah. So we'll, we'll probably, probably play with like that help us. Cardiano and Tauro uh-huh. or Rave yeah. Unido. Uh, our zero zero Cardiano. We played. Uh, it'd be cool yeah. if we played Communicaciones. That's Vasquez's uh, old yeah. team. Oh yeah, that'd be perfect. We played Herediano here. I sat behind one of the goals, and I brought a date, 
and we weren't paying attention when they were warming up, and they like kicked a ball over the goal, and I had a full glass of beer in my hand, <laughs> and we're like not paying attention, looking at something, and it hit the glass, and it exploded all over her face, like just beer all over. Nice. And that's my second best story about a ball going into the stands. <laughs> the, the best one. Who was it that hit you in the? Dwayne De Rosario. Hit you in the testes? Yes. In the huevos? He got he got the twig and the berries. He got all three. He picked up the seven tenths play. Good man. Before the Open Cup final, it was not it was not cool. That was a great. I was game literally game. like in tears. I like, imagine. That was in the South End too. South End shenanigans. Okay, so let's go. I gotta. I Wait, did we this. did we have any others? Go. Matt's gotta go. Matt's gotta, gotta go. Sorry about the listener questions we didn't answer. Oh, someone said, "What position could we use a DP the most at? Midfield." That's the only one yeah, anyway. Uh, striker. What? Let's have three DP strikers. That'd be awesome. I still think we need to get a DP goalkeeper. Those are underutilized. In oh this my league. god, I thought you were serious for a second. <laughs> I seriously thought you I, yeah. And on that note. Let's get Andre Blake and sign him as a DP. Okay, uh, sure. talk to you guys maybe next week? Maybe next week. Yeah. We'll talk. Okay, for sure. Maybe. Adios, Mitch. Is that? Uh huh. That's, right. that's, that's a word. That's correct. Okay. And when someone else instead of me